0: When officers abuse their power and violate the civil rights of innocent people, is it easy to hold them accountable? Well, let's talk about it on the Criminority Report. this is lady lily
1: and this is millie red and welcome back to the Criminality report the criminority report the Criminality report all right so this month we are focusing on officer-related incidents the case we are discussing tonight is a little bit different because it is still ongoing but because of the gruesomeness of these officers We believe this case must be discussed. Yeah, yeah. What's really alarming is that this case did not get enough media attention. Yeah. In our research, we found that many people did not hear about the horrible actions these officers committed.
0: Yeah. I know I haven't. Have you, lady? No. No, I was really very, very shocked to learn about this case and horrified, honestly.
1: Yeah, horrified. It's mm-hmm. a good word. So the incident happened early this year.
0: Yeah, and that's what's crazy about it. It happened early, earlier this year. You would think that we would begin to move in a more different direction when it comes to a police brutality and, but it just look, it just seems like it stays the same. Mm -hmm. Like there's no like improvement, even with through the training. Right. This incident happened in January of 2023. Although we are living in a more woke society It's cases like these that reminds me that woke woke being in a woke society is still half asleep. Mm -hmm. So a warning to our listeners, this case will describe severe, severe, severe. I don't know how many times I can say it, but it will describe severe police brutality and civil rights violations. Yes.
1: um, Right, lady. So, listeners, the incident occurred in Rankin County, Mississippi. I already know. Like, Mississippi, like, no good is coming from this. I'm sorry. Um, No disrespect to anybody from Mississippi, but, (laughs) yeah.
0: I mean, Mississippi has a long history when it comes to racial segregation and violence and Mm -hmm. and all of things. All of that,
1: like. Yeah, so we already know it's going to be one of those stories. So, according to the county's website, Rankin County is located east of Jackson and Hines County. The website reports the county is half rural and half urban. The county also has seven incorporated cities. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That means, like, it's very rural. Yeah. So... It is surrounded by national forests, a 33,000 acre man made reservoir, and the second largest river in the state called the Pearl River. Now, within Rankin County, Mississippi, lies the Rankin County Sheriff Department, a department known to allegedly contain a culture of corruption and violence. Yeah, yeah. Within this department, our group of officers called the goon squad because of their willingness to use excessive force, according to an insider article. According to civil rights attorney Malik Shabazz, these officers are known in the community as the Rankin County Death Squad. Yeah. Some of the officers in the squad were linked to multiple violent encounters with black men since 2019 the incidents left two black men dead and another one with ongoing injuries. Yeah. The officers involved in those cases were not prosecuted or held accountable for their actions. Shocker. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, at the center of this case, we have Brett McAlphin, Jeffrey Middleton, Christian Dedman, Hunter Elward, Daniel Opdyke, and Joshua Hartfield. These men conspired to terrorize two Black men through intimidation, torture, and violence.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, on January 24th, 2023, earlier this year, listeners, a white neighbor phoned Rankin County Deputy Brett McAlphin and complained that two suspicious Black men were staying with a white woman inside a home nearby. Last time I checked, there are no laws prohibiting black people from living with white people. Nope. So what was suspicious about it other than the color of their skin? Nothing. There's nothing suspicious about them living in this home with a white woman. However. To this particular white woman who complained, it seemed like it was a issue. Mm -hmm. Listeners, I need you to keep in mind that the two black men she was referring to are Michael Corey Jenkins and Eddie Terrell Parker. And they were allowed to stay in that home. The woman who owned that home, is a childhood friend of Eddie, and she was paralyzed as a teen. Eddie helped care for her. So there's nothing suspicious about them living in that home. So how do you think Deputy Brett McAlpin reacted to this information from this woman he knows? Well, he told another deputy named Christian Dedman. Now, Deputy Christian Deadman allegedly texts the crew, AKA the Goon Squad, the following text message Are y'all available for a mission? Just the undertone mm-hmm. of that text message. You already know that's doom. Mm-hmm. The response he received was yes. Deputy Christian Deadman warned the group that there's a possibility there may be surveillance cameras on the property. He told them to work easy, which means, listeners, to knock on the door rather than kick it down, mm. the federal complaint states. Now, the federal complaint also alleged that Deputy Christian Dedman sent another message that read, no bad mugshots. The officers, they understood no bad mugshots to be a green light to use excessive force on parts of the body not captured by a mugshot. Mm-hmm. When the officers arrived at the property, they snuck around to the back of the home to avoid the cameras. And then they invaded that home uninvited and without a warrant and for two whole hours michael jenkins and eddie parker were subjected to unfathomable trauma
1: they're a literal gang yes like just terrorizing people like they're a gang terrorizing they should be in jail all right listeners what we are going to describe next is very disturbing, so trigger warning. According to articles, one of the officers named Daniel Updike kicked Eddie in the ribs and demanded to know where the drugs were. But Eddie was like, I don't have any drugs. Deputy mm-hmm. Daniel Updike found a sex toy, which he mounted on a nearby BB gun and forced it into Eddie Parker's mouth. Another officer named Christian Deadman tried to sexually assault Michael Jenkins with the toy. Mm. The officers also used their tasers on Michael and Eddie, comparing whose weapon was the strongest. The complaint states the officers handcuffed Michael Jenkins and Eddie Terrell Parker and pushed them onto their backs on the floor where Deputy Hunter Elward held them down while Christian Dedman poured milk, alcohol, and chocolate syrup over their faces. That's ridiculous. It is.
2: It's disturbing.
1: Deputy Christian Dedman dumped cooking grease on Eddie Parker's head, and Deputy Hunter Elward smashed eggs on both of the men. Then they forced them to strip naked and shower together, to wash away evidence of abuse. How is this how is this any kind of police behavior?
0: It's not.
2: And this those is people unacceptable. It's very unacceptable. And it's like it's okay to
1: um support officers and things like that. But also be able to call them out when they do behavior like this and they allow each other to do behavior like
2: this. It's, uh, yeah. I don't get it.
0: We should be able, we should be able as a community to call out officers when they behave in this manner.
1: We call out everyone else.
0: I was just about to say that.
1: We call out everyone else, whether it be your doctor, a lawyer, an athlete, an an actor. We literally call out everyone. But, you know, for some strange reason, we we don't want to call out police officers when they do bad stuff like this. Yeah. So the federal complaint reports that after their shower, Eddie was hit with a wooden kitchen implement. Pieces of wood and assaulted with a metal sword. Yeah. The officers taunted them with racist epithets and accused them of taking advantage of the white woman who owned the house. The complaint reports. Deputy Hunter Elward forced Michael Jenkins to his knees for a mock execution. That's terrible. And placed what he believed was an unloaded gun. In his, in Michael's mouth and played Russian roulette. That is sick. That is, that is, that is psychologically messing. Like, that is just sick.
0: Yeah. They were, they were subjected to not only physical abuse, but psychological and emotional abuse.
2: Yes. Absolutely. Like, they were treated like prisoners of war.
0: Mm hmm. It's crazy because this officer, this deputy, believed that the gun was unloaded.
2: Wow.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Wow. Listeners, the gun was loaded and Mm -hmm. went off in his mouth. Yep. The bullet destroyed Michael's tongue, broke his jaw, and exited through his neck. Yep.
1: According to an article, the officers warned Michael and Eddie to stay out of Rankin County
2: and go back to their side of the Pearl River.
0: So, uh,
2: okay, I, yeah, we
1: just continue. (laughs) No one can
0: tell me this wasn't racially motivated.
1: For someone who says that, that it is racially motivated, you'll have another person saying, "Well, well, what about black on black crime?
0: But this case is not black on black crime.
1: And then that's when you hit them with the, well, what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? What? (laughs) What does that have to do with anything? (laughs) That's what you ask them.
0: Not the tea in China.
1: Yes. When somebody says some crazy stuff like that, that's when you ask them, well, what does that have to
2: do with the price of tea in China?
0: Nothing. Nothing. Not a darn thing. It's crazy. This is like an egregious abuse of power here.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: Listeners, after the gun went off in Michael's mouth, this is when the deputies believe they went too far and needed to cover up their misjustice towards Michael and Eddie.
1: So this is when they went too far. It's when the gun Oh, went yeah. Off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when the gun went off. Not all the other things that they've yeah. done. Not
1: sodomizing know. anybody or anything like that.
0: No, not terrorizing. No, none mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. You know, coming into a home without a warrant. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. As Michael laid on the ground bleeding to death, the deputies planted drugs, stole surveillance footage from the house, and tried to get rid of evidence. Deputy Hunter Elward brought Michael Jenkins into a side room and staged a drug bust over the phone and falsely alleged that Michael reached for a gun when they removed the handcuffs. Deputy Christian Dedman planted methamphetamines He received from an informant. Deputy Daniel Opdyke took Deputy Hunter's Elwood shell casings and placed them in a water bottle and threw them into a nearby tall grass. Deputy Joshua Hartfield removed the hard drive from the home surveillance system and threw it in a creek. Wow. Lastly, Deputies Brett. McAlphin and Jeffrey Middleton allegedly made a vow that they would kill any of the officers who told the truth about what happened. Mm. They're monsters. Like they're monsters. Mm -hmm. For them to do this kind of behavior suggests to me that they've done it before.
1: Oh, most definitely.
0: And they they were not prosecuted and they got away with it. They
1: got away with it. That's the thing is they kept they kept getting away with it. People yes. knew what they were doing and they were just getting right. away with it. So Michael was taken to the hospital for medical treatment and then arrested on felony drug charges. Yeah. Y- y'all,
2: this is this is why
1: the trust the trust yeah. is just not there.
0: It's not. It's lacking. It's not.
1: Michael was charged with having approximately 2 and 10 grams of methamphetamine and aggravated assault on a police officer.
0: Could you imagine that? After what they did to them and then they get go to jail and they are blamed and charged? I can't imagine that. I can't.
2: Mm-mm.
1: Eddie was charged with two misdemeanors, possession of paraphernalia and disorderly conduct. But Michael and Eddie decided to fight and filed civil rights complaints against the officers. Finally, one of the officers folded when the pressure from the Justice Department's civil rights probe became unbearable. hmm The charges against Michael and Eddie were later dropped. Sheriff Brian Bailey, their commanding officer, called this case the worst episode of police brutality he has seen in his career. But, yeah. Sir, you're telling me that you had no idea that they were doing this? You only yeah. are saying this because it's brought up, you know, federally, yeah.
0: They actually um they're actually protesting now to call for his resignation because he is running he is running for sheriff again, and he's running unimp- unopposed.
1: Oh no, mhm. Wow. So he claimed they lied to him and he learned the truth after reading unsealed court documents. But according to articles, Brett McAlphin and Hunter Elward worked under Sheriff Brian Bailey for years and were sued several times for alleged misconduct. Sheriff Bailey reported the officers violated existing body camera rules by not wearing them when in uniform. So then if they keep doing the same thing over and over again, why do they still have a job? Because me and you can't do that at our our particular places of work.
0: Of course not.
1: If we continue to do the same things over and over again that are, you know, against policy or whatever, we're going to get, there's going to be a chain of, you know, events that happen.
0: All six officers were either fired or resigned from the force. And in early August of this year, 2023, last month, listeners, all six officers pleaded guilty to 13 federal felony offenses, Mm. including civil rights conspiracy, deprivation of rights under color of law, discharge of a firearm during a crime of violence conspiracy to obstruct justice and obstruction of justice. All six are now awaiting sentencing. Attorney General Lynn Fitch said in a statement, this brutal attack caused more than physical harm to these two individual victims. It severed the vital trust with people. Mm-hmm. This abuse of power will not be tolerated. The attorney general's office is committed to delivering justice for these victims and for all Mississippians. We hope so, attorney general. We truly hope that what you're saying is true. That this abuse of power will not be tolerated. Mm -hmm. Because it seems like it's been tolerated for some time now. Michael Jenkins and Eddie Parker filed a $400 million civil lawsuit against the officers, which is still ongoing. Michael and Eddie continue to deal with the emotional and physical scars of this horrific trauma. We hope you both continue to heal and receive the best financial and legal justice from this crime. Because as of right now, they haven't done sentencing yet those men deserve
1: to be in jail forever
0: mm -hmm. if you do this kind
1: of act and you're supposed to be protecting us yeah you should be in there for the rest of your life i'm sorry you should be in there forever
0: and that's a concern i have you know normally when you're pleading guilty you're taking a deal for a lesser sentence so i'm concerned that that's what's gonna happen. I would like to know what would be the changes that's gonna come within this department because these officers did some vile things to these two men, vile. They need somebody else to run as sheriff. Well, according to an article I read today, he's running unopposed.
1: They should be held accountable. Yeah. We don't want anything bad to happen to them But they should be held accountable When they do bad
0: things Yeah Well What are we going to be talking about Next week Millie Red
1: Next week Is the start of our anniversary month Y'all
0: Yes it is
1: We've almost been doing this for a whole year A whole entire a year A whole year yeah. Yes so we're gonna try to do some something light, a little bit. Yeah. Bonnie and Clyde. So we're gonna do couples crimes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. So you guys definitely gotta make sure that you guys listen to that. Um, but in the meantime, check us out on Instagram at the Criminality Report Podcast. You can also check us out on Facebook at TCR Pod, AKA Lady Red. You can mm-hmm. check out our updated website at www.thecriminorityreportpodcast.com You can also email us at, at gmail.com. If you guys have any stories at all Any stories at all
0: What do they have to do Lady Lily? Just hit us up hit us up hit us up hit us
1: up yeah um also don't forget to join the crew the crew Mm Mhm. join the crew and put some put some stuff out there y'all like we want to talk we want to talk to y'all where can they listen to our episodes at lady lily
0: yeah, so you can rate, review and subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Again, thank you so much for listening until next week. Bye everyone. Bye.
1: Of these officers and what they could what the Did you write? <laughs> we found that I many people missed.
0: Oh, did Ooh, I, what did uh, I that know. write? <laughs> Eddie helped kill f- blah.
1: Next week is our the Alright, next year <laughs> is These <laughs>